everyone. Welcome to our singles episode, our mini episode. Single <laughs> cough. Sorry. <laughs> she coughed. She I- had all this time. <laughs> nothing. She wasn't coughing. Nothing. As soon as she gets on the air, cough. It's part of my charm. It's part of her charm. Um, I'm your host, Julia. This and is, I'm your host, Mike. Yeah. This is our mini little baby episodes where we go over songs that we really like and bands that we're really into that particular week. Yeah. If you saw this mini episode on the street, you'd be like, hey, little fella. Or you'd be like, hey, shorty. Or is that shorty's a girl? Wait. It might a be a girl. Shorty with a 40 is a girl. This might be a girl. It, this, this episode could be feminine. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to... You know what? It's not gender specific at this Gender's point. Gender's fluid and it's a construct. Yeah. Um, so I want to say that this episode is probably trans curious. <laughs> I don't think that's the right thing. Is that not a thing? I don't know. Um, No. Because bi-curious? you're either trans... You can be bi-curious. So wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. If it's a spectrum, why can't you be trans curious? Somebody get get with us on this because we're not experts. I'm not an expert. I don't want to say the okay, wrong thing. Okay, gotcha. Well, I'm not scared of saying the wrong thing. I already admit that I'm an idiot most days, so it's okay. <laughs> like people just know, oh, that guy, oh, he's special. I'm special curious. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm special adjacent, but also special curious. That's weird. That's how your mom described you. Yeah, I know. I remember I know. that. She's like, he's just a sweet boy. He's, <laughs> you know, he's a he means well. Anyhow, what's uh, going on? Nothing. What's going on with you? Not much. How's it hanging? Hey, bro. A little to the left. (laughs) Oh. Now, um, it's not hanging very well, Julia, because I suffer from a condition called gout. Oh, he's got the gout. This is the reason why I don't eat meat. This is the Mm -hmm. reason why whatever. But gout is product it's like arthritis product of uric acid i get it really i think i get it really bad i don't know i know other people with it who aren't mm-hmm. as laid up as i get um but they also say men can't tolerate pain as much as women they do, do say so that they do say I, although although i live with a dislocated shoulder for like a week oh, <laughs> so, jesus <laughs> so Christ. i don't know if that's true with me anyway but i'm older and i'm grumpier so who knows mm-hmm. it's like you know anything that was a minor inconvenience when i was like a youngster mm-hmm. is now like the end of the world debilitating so, yeah like um i walked through a spider web getting to my car today <laughs> and i almost killed someone <laughs> literally like oh, was looking boy. for someone to strangle because i walked through a spider web so yeah i don't know if that has anything to do with it but i have gout and it, there's been um it usually is brought on i don't really eat heavy foods heavy rich foods like cheese and meat foods and mm-hmm. shellfish or any of that uh, because of the gout i used to get it like four times a year now i get it like once a year and it always seems to come about when i'm drinking and i'm standing or walking for a long time so it usually happens like like uh the music festival that your husband produced uh, music tastes good in long beach um i always used to get it either around then or from that like because i'd oh, be drinking God. and wa- and standing and walking yeah. around and so I would get gout from that. Um, but uh, now I think it was from our Tiki Oasis thing that we did. So we were at Tiki Oasis, and we was drinking a little bit. Went a little too hard on the rum. Hey, Dwight, why don't you leave us alone, homie? I'm recording. Yeah, we're recording. So, um, yeah, went a little too hard on the rum, a little too hard on the tiki, on the sugary drinks, and there you go, gout, boom, byproduct. Does it not – I'm sure this is very stimulating conversation for our audience, but – is it like processed foods too, or is it truly sure. just meat? Yeah. Well, it's it's anything um, that okay. So it's usually anything rich. It's called a rich man's disease, right? So it, a lot of like Ben Franklin had it. You know, a lot of French royalty mm-hmm. had it. You know, whatever. So you know, um, anything that can uh, 
stimulate the growth of your anything with taurines in it i think is what it's called i guess i'm just thinking like because we both don't eat meat but we both enjoy the carl's jr oh, beyond good. burgers yeah. or the beyond meats or the impossible yeah burgers. that probably that would, i'm yeah. gonna say it has something to do with it because i'm sure if i ate just vegetables it wouldn't happen yeah although it's anything you know let's be real anything any uh, alcohol i mean i drank a lot of alcohol the last like 10 days or so prior to having the gout and previous 10 days for having the gout and all that turns into sugar. So I'm yeah. sure that has something to do with it too. Anyway, I've been grumpy about it and, uh, I haven't really been doing anything. I had, I actually, I'm pretty much a stickler for always going to rehearsals, like for bands and stuff. And mm-hmm. I skipped one last night, which is, you can count that on like one hand all the times I've ever done that. So like, it's just an know, off week. It's kind of an off week. Yeah. It's kind of an off week. So. I, I'm about you? super grumpy pants, bad mooders bear, all of that like work is just driving me crazy right now my dog's kind of sick i'm just over all of it so and harlow's a big dog it's a german shepherd people this is like that dog st bernard St. Bernard. i'm sorry yeah you're right (laughs) st bernard that dog sneezes and people know about it i'm just saying it's not like it's like dwight gets the sniffles and he laps up the the runny nose it's coming out of his face but no yeah that sucks but anyways um, this is where music comes in because right. it takes us away from our like dancing. Yeah. So I was trying to think of a song that like, what were you, that puts me what, in a good mood. Yeah. Um, what would you, what's your go-to good mood song? And that's what you should play. That's what I'm, I'm looking for. I already know it's Casey and the Sunshine Man walking on sunshine. Everybody's, everybody's favorite. No. God, no. I. Oh, it's not that. Mm, mm, mm. Is mm. it Stand By Me? No. Is it's not Stand By Me? Is it, uh. Is it uh, You Make Me Feel Like Dance? And I don't know who sings that song. You should just stop guessing. This one, um, Rock I don't... With You? Oh, no. No pedophile, <laughs> no pedophile songs. No. It's a great song, but not that good. I don't think... <laughs> I don't want... Blah, 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 blah. Um, not necessarily my top favorite song, but this is a fun song, and um, it just makes you want to dance. Party in the USA? Party in the USA, guys. All right. Um, so this is by a DJ Atrax. Oh. And so the song is Trizzy Turned Up, which I should not be saying that title out loud. I am not the right demographic to talk that way. You know what? Don't let, don't let PC <laughs> hamper who you are. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Like, come on. I'm in my mid thirties. What else I don't would you call it? What else, what's the song called? It's called Trizzy, Trizzy Turned, Turned up. up. Turned Up. So you're just saying how you say it. Yeah. All right. It just sounds weird coming out of my mouth. Play that song, fool. Okay. Get happy. It's off the album Dirty D- Dirty South Dance 2. That's cool. I will put that in my um, my get happy playlist. Yeah, and normally I'm not into like DJ stuff or mm-hmm. like it's just not my thing. Yeah. But um, I like the way he mixes. Oh, that's cool. And if you listen to the whole album, like it just all flows into each other. Each song, yeah. Like there's really no break. Oh. And I think that's how it's, it's like supposed. a party rock playlist, like Red Food would do. 
really <laughs> our next kegger. Yes. We just have to play it. That's it? Okay. So, okay. I'm going to write it down. We got it on the Get Happy playlist. We're also doing it on the next kegger playlist. Awesome. Or got Toga that. Party. So, you don't like DJs typically? Like, you, you wouldn't listen to, like, DJ Shadow or anything like that? No? It's just not something I listen to. I, I was Even never... Girl Talk. I'm like, yeah. Mm. I was never into... Um, DJs like that and I used to work at a really analytical job where I just put headphones in and I would just Mm -hmm. crunch numbers all day and it was kind of a nightmare but if you forgot your iPad or your iPod um, back in those days when we had iPods were kind of a new thing um, there were days where I just I'd be like nope I'm, I'm gonna be late I have to go home I can't not have it like I have to have it and so this this girl I used to work with uh, she was probably my age or a little older. She's like, you want to trade iPods? I'm like, ooh, um, that's interesting. Mm, okay, yeah, let's do that. And so I listened to DJ Shadow for the first time uh-huh. with that. And I was like, wow, this is like this is like a, and there's a better term for this, but this is like the KY of D- DJ music. It's like it was so <laughs> mainstream and cool and the mashups were so cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, this is really, this is really great. And, uh, you know, I've actually met DJ Shadow with your husband. And we went, I oh, have, I have like a sign. Oh, like a sign. No, no, I met him. Uh, he was doing a record, um, like a swap meet. He was selling all of his records, all of his vinyl, or a oh, lot yeah, of his yeah, vinyl. Yeah, yeah. And we went and I actually got him to sign something. And I don't know why. Um, he, he actually, know, you know what? It was weird because I, I bought the vinyl. It was one of his. And I mm-hmm. bought it along with some other things. And he signed it without me asking. Oh. Which I'm like, is that a thing? Do people like... Mm. You were going to ask anyways. I, maybe, probably not. I probably wouldn't have. Okay. I'll put it to you this way. I got an Instagram thing about Vin Scully signing things at like a card store. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm doing that. Like I got to go find, I got to find a photo. I got to do that. Like that. There's certain people that I will just knock you yes. over for. But man, there's like three of those. Like mm-hmm. um, Jesus Christ, I probably would just because he's really famous. And if he ever came back, I'd want his autograph. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vin Scully. Maybe Elvis Costello. I don't know. Um... <laughs> Maybe no Elvis Costello. I I approve that. that yeah, one, yeah, that's good. Jack Kerouac, if he was alive, like if we could figure out a way to make him alive, and I would probably Steve Buscemi in a weird way. I don't know why. Oh, I, like him. I would. I love Steve Buscemi. Yeah, yeah. He's so great. I always have dogs that look like him, so it's like why not? <laughs> um, anyway, I don't think you should tell him that when you meet him. Well, no, but... he'll understand. <laughs> one time I had uh, I had this dog, and we're going on tangents. I'm sorry, people. It's a short episode. You're gonna you're yeah. gonna, you're gonna just Whatever. knock this out anyway. Uh, but. He, uh, I had this dog, Rupert, and he was half chihuahua, half pug. He was a chug. And he had a, a real shortened, kind of a chihuahua beak, like chihuahua snout, but it was shortened a little bit. It kind of mm-hmm. looked like a puggle a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but he had really buggy eyes, and he was uh, he was the worst qualities of both dogs. He was, like, lazy and aggressive, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know. He was lazy like a pug, but if you went near him, he was aggressive. Yeah. And so he used to growl at me. I took a photo of it when... Um, Boardwalk Empire was like doing their finale. I took Nookie? a photo. What's his name? Nucky. Nucky. And I took I took a photo of Rupert next to another phone that has Steve Buscemi's face on it because Rupert's mm-hmm. teeth was all fucked up, and uh, <laughs> HBO liked it and shared it. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> I was like, wow, that's that's messed up. HBO social media guy is like, we're looking for content. That's here. fucked up. Yeah, it is. It but is. when you watch Boardwalk. You yeah. notice how much makeup they have to put on oh, Steve Buscemi? Oh, seriously, seriously, like, right? Or retouching that they do right. on him. Well, um, wrinkles. So I'm going to tell everybody my secret for punk rock because I'm so old. 
what I do, what I like to do uh, for new punk rock is I, I basically look at the uh, new Spotify kind of punk rock that comes out, like whatever the punk list is, and I'll listen to that. Um, not top to bottom, but if I find something, I'll, I'll, I'll scroll through it. And if there's something I really like, I'll, I'll get gravitated towards it. And I actually found this band. Uh, this is an Oakland band, and they're called Grumpster. And I thought the name was just jumping out to me today because we're both so grumpy. So <laughs> I listened to it, and I'm like, dude, this was this would definitely has made the rotation for sure. It's going to be in the rotation uh, until I listen to all the, the, the whole record here. But um, I listened to it, and I'm like, oh, man, th- this band is really good. It kind of sounds like an indie-style uh, kind of punk rock, female friend of punk rock. And no surprise, as I'm looking them up, just to kind of find out more about them, I know nothing about the band. They're on Asian Man Records. So Perfect. yay for Asian Man for always having a good ear. But this is Grumpster. The song's called Crumbling. Me too. It's everything for me. And yeah, an Oakland trio too. I, I love three piece bands to begin with because mm-hmm. everybody's doing everything. Like everybody's got to do something special, you know. So that's why, for me, early, really, early Green Day really worked. Um, and they were, I think, a transformative band because they did so much with the three of them. You know what I mean? Those two extra guys that are technically part of the band, they weren't yeah. always there. No, right? no, it was just okay. the three. They were three piece for for many years um, until. I don't know. I don't know until one. I'm not a huge Green Day fan, but um, that I know the first two records. Probably until Dookie, and then they got huge, and then yeah, they needed. Actually, I was a, I was a fan of theirs after, but they were just a huge, huge band. But mm-hmm. uh, they're they're on my list of one of the bands I saw. Um, I saw a I think it was a benefit show for I want to say, and I don't know, so I'm not going to make it up. But it was a benefit show for somebody who was in jail or going to jail or something, and I think it was. Um, uh, Social D headlined it, and it was at the Palladium. So Social D headlined cool. it, and uh, but uh, like Thelonious Monster played, um, who was one of my real big favorites, and a bunch of other bands. And I remember uh, Green Day opened the show. No, yes, Green Day opened the show, and The Offspring, who didn't have a hit yet, mm-hmm. they had played second. And I remember like in those days, I thought that oh well, the worst band plays first. And that's in my mind. That's how it went. And I saw this. I, I went to this benefit and was like, oh, dude, this Green Day band just killed like mm-hmm. the first three bands. Like it just killed everybody. They were just so tight and good and poppy. And they reminded me of the Descendants. They reminded me of the Buzzcocks. They were, I was like, man, this band is rad. And so I was in love with the band for a while. They, they just got phenomenally huge. I think it's just, a t- you know, the time was right. Other, that's what we got to do. We got to do monumental three pieces. Really good, like three I'm piece bands. I'm down for that. I do. I like three pieces myself. I was just trying to find something about Social D. Is, aren't they doing like a 40th anniversary tour? Probably. Have they been around 40 yes, years? I couldn't yes, tell. Yes, they I, have for sure. Yeah, they're doing like a 40 year anniversary tour, which blew my mind when you think about it. Like, 40 years is a long time. Like no one really, but no one said anything about them. Like well, it, it hasn't yeah. been brought up yet. They're. 
Social D is one of these bands. Uh, they're, I'm not going to say they're completely like a band like Boingo, where where in, in they're the fa- not. In, I don't. Well, in in the fact that like Boingo Boingo is one of these bands, and and I've only heard this from people on the East Coast. They say they don't, there's people on the East Coast who don't know who Boingo Boingo is. They just they're that's weird. People that are of the generation that should love them mm-hmm. that don't know who they are because they never made it there. You know, and then there's other people that are in the music business. I remember uh, the NAM show um, comes to Southern California every January, National Association of Music Merchants. And it's amazing because Social D plays around that time every year. And they, mm-hmm. they do like eight nights sold out or whatever at the House of Blues. Oh, yeah, they always do that. Right. Yeah. And uh, there's people who are, oh, well, Social D's playing. And there's people who go, who? But they don't know who they are. So I think they're one of these bands that is very California-centric. Yeah. And uh, they're in a niche. And not only were they a punk rock band in a niche, and then they went to more of a rockabilly Americana mm-hmm. um, niche. Like Mike Ness's solo albums. Oh. I really enjoy those. Dude, the Cheating yeah. at Solitaire album mm-hmm. he did. His cover of uh, Don't Think Twice. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. He's good. Mike Ness is great, and he's an Orange County native. I saw him one time at, um, at uh, Native Foods. And I was cool. with a person who it was it was a it was a Monday off. It was like a Martin Luther King Day or something like that. Uh, you know, whatever whatever Monday was off. I don't know. It was a Monday holiday, mm-hmm. and so I was off work. And uh, the person I was with was kind of straight laced person. She was facing me, mm-hmm. and facing obviously could see behind me. Mm-hmm. And she looks she looks and she goes she goes oh my god that guy is like so scary. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I didn't want to look at him, and she didn't. She didn't look at him, and so I kind of looked to my right, like casually, like, casually, like I dropped my fork and I had to get down uh-huh. and like look at it, and I just saw his hands, and it said like love, hate on his on his knuckles, and mm-hmm. I'm like, what a fucking poser! Everybody knows <laughs> that Mike Ness has that on his knuckle. Yeah. Like, that's stupid. And then I looked at his face, and it was Mike Ness. And he was there with his wife. <laughs> was just hanging out. I'm like, wow, this is. That's that's very Orange County to see. And Mike then Ness. you had a fun lesson explaining yeah. who Mike Ness was. It, well, and then I said, the you know, you, you know, you know the you know the guy, and she was like, oh yeah, okay. It wasn't nearly as big of a deal to her, but anyway. I think that's rad. So anyhow, so this is cool. It's a cool little grumpster grumpster episode. I know. Sorry guys, it's just one of those days. We'll. I think our songs are good though. Yeah, Hopefully those get good. you out of your funk if you're your going through one. Doldrums. Oh, have you ever read? Oh, you probably didn't. There was a kid's book called Phantom Tollbooth. No, I never read that. And then. That was probably after my time. Probably. You're probably in high school. But. um, Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator? No, but they talk about the doldrums as if it's a real place or jumping to conclusions. When you jump to conclusions on something, it's a jump to conclusions. You jump to the actual island of conclusions. Like, it's just stuff like that. It was a great book. That's Uh, really cool. I loved it as a kid. Also a great book under those same lines. Hmm. Oh, the places you'll go. You didn't get that when you graduated. Everybody got everybody got a copy of Oh, the places you'll go when they graduated. Did you? I did. I got two copies actually. And the Dr. Seuss book. Yes, really oh. profound. If you go back and look at it, it's really profound because it's That's about actually really sweet. We didn't get Jack. Well, checked. I mean, the school didn't give it. Oh, okay. The school didn't give it, it, but people it. who know gave it. And, oh, uh, no, I never got that. Then. And actually, my girlfriend at the time gave me a like a hard copy that came with its own sleeve, where it was like a hard Fancy. copy book, and you open it up, and it, it was really cool the way mm-hmm. the way it was put together. But yeah, if you look at other oh, places you'll go, and Christine and I have had experience with this, um, you know, reading this book and kind of 
the metaphor of life that goes along with it. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's, you don't want it, you know, you can go to all these places and do this, but whatever you do, don't, don't get stagnant. Don't go to the waiting place where you're waiting for something to happen. Oh, bro, and it has I'm this so whole, there right now. <laughs> you can always tell when someone's in the waiting place yeah. because they're like, uh, I'm waiting for the, the bus to come, waiting for my ship to come in, I'm waiting for my degree, I'm waiting for my debt to be paid off, I'm waiting for all this stuff to happen in order for uh-huh. me to make the next move. And it's profound. It's really great. But Dr. Seuss is profound. Anything, I think, he, Dr. Seuss was a genius because he found complex way. he found easy ways to explain complex things in life. Or it could just be about green eggs and ham. So if I need a self-help book, definitely go to Dr. Seuss. I Absolutely. I feel like I'm there right now. So okay. I'm going to dive into that. Well, listen to some Grumpster and put in, um, put in Dr. Seuss or in, in get Dr. Seuss out. And, you know... We'll regroup and do a full episode next week. We'll be much better. I'll be in a much better mood. Yes, you will be. Because if not, I'm out of here. I guarantee. out of here. Okay. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Mixtape Mixtape Podcast Podcast for show notes, pictures. If If you you enjoyed listening. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And... Take three. If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Mixtape Mixtape Podcast Podcast for show notes, pictures, and behind the scenes snaps. And while you're at it, head over to. Don't fuck up. Better leather, leather, better leather, leather, better. <laughs> and while you're at it, head over to our website at Mixtape Mixtape Podcast.com for complete playlists as well as links to all the songs on Spotify. Hey, I worked really hard on putting those playlists up. Or did you work really hard on avoiding other responses? Hey, don't worry about that. Just don't forget to tell your friends. One more thing. Or is it, one more thing! (laughs) Not that. Okay. (laughs) One more thing. We know you're busy people, but go ahead and click to review. Give us a five-star rating or comment on whichever podcast platform you found us on. See See ya. ya!